Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hey everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress. It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. Hey everyone, it's Kyle Cannon. And Lily Cannon. And welcome to Speak Seductively. Today is going to be another one of our special broadcasts with our co-co-host. Can you introduce yourself, co-co-host? I'm Annabelle Allen, your friendly neighborhood erotic romance author. <laughs> and don't we all need a neighborhood erotic author? Like I think, I think we do. I think everyone needs a neighborhood erotic author. I think when we're done with our kinky ladder episodes, yeah. we ought to start a campaign to register erotic authors in your own neighborhood. <laughs> we definitely should. And there should be perks <laughs> for it too. We should. We should. We should get special consideration. When we go shopping or to the movies or to restaurants, mm, like card, like <laughs> yeah, a, like a mm-hmm. club yeah. member card. Yes, yes, that would be club erotica. Club erotica. I think that's <laughs> probably already something. Okay, so listeners, <laughs> if you can't tell, I at least Lily and I have had a punchy, busy, crazy weekend. We're we we're recording this on Sunday. Um, Annabelle, last night we recorded a half a dozen video promotions for different things. So we did. So I had a bunch of different lingerie on and then we talked about ASN lifestyle magazine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been a, a crazy weekend of promoting erotica. Which is fun. Yeah. It is. <laughs> well and we also uh were promoting the calendar. Yes. Yeah. So there's a calendar coming out of exclusive Lily photos. Mm-hmm. So Pick pick one of those up. Yeah. Yeah, By the time this airs, it will be on our stores. So yeah, um, that should be cool. But tonight's episode, uh, we want to jump right into this. And uh, again, to our listeners, uh, the last several episodes that you've listened to, some of them may have been cut short. We've been having issues with Zoom, cutting our uh, phone calls a little short. Everybody wants to be paid to use their products these days. Damn so, them. Uh, now Zoom's on board with the whole, if you want to go longer than 40 minutes, you got to pay us. But um, anyway, so tonight's episode, uh, the last time we talked to Annabelle, we, we decided tonight would be about uh, toys and BDSM and you would kind of lead us down the path of BDSM. So um, should we just turn it over to you? Sure. I've got, uh, like I was telling Kyle, I have like four pages of notes here, so I should. Okay. So let's, let's just get, get into it. Okay. So, um, so basically after you've, uh, you know, on the first couple of rungs of the kinky ladder, you've communicated, you've done your research, maybe you played with the toys that we talked about, you know, you want to yeah. then ramp things up with a, a new fantasy, one that includes BDSM or fetish, uh, bondage, discipline, domination, submission, sadism, and masochism. That's what BDSM stands for. And that's, it's kind of under the fetish uh, and kink umbrella. So uh, the first thing you want to do, 
you want to keep communicating. So you want to establish who your dominant is, at least for this scene. So you don't have to, you don't have to stick to it. You know, like if you find out you don't like being a bomb or you find out you don't like being a subby, that's fine. You can always switch it up later. Uh, you could be a switch like I am myself. So in this particular instance, say you want to be the subby. So uh, first you're going to talk with your dom and you're going to establish your safe word. Make sure that it's as out there as you possibly can make it. It should sound like it does not belong in a BDSM scene. It shouldn't be sexy or any of that. Mm -hmm. So, like, the popular ones are apples or red. But mm -hmm. you okay. like me and pick something cutesy, I picked <laughs> elephant. <laughs> elephant. <laughs> yes, elephant is my safe word. <laughs> now, wait a minute. That's just too adorable. We can't know. <laughs> I told you it was cutesy. So I, I, I was put on the spot. My dom was like, he's like, so what would you like your, your safe word to be? And I was like, uh, elephant. And he was like, okay, we'll go so with that. I, I have what may be a really stupid question, but I've been, and Lily's nodding her head. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, I've, I've been curious about this for a while. Um, if, if you're a, a vanilla couple who's never done BDS and gotten into it or how do you know that it's something that you want to try how would a normal vanilla couple say oh yeah I want handcuffs and this and that um, any thoughts on that I think that it would be like basically I think watching porn kind of or like even reading erotica you know like it just sort of opens up your mind to the possibilities. Like even like with 50 shades of gray being out, everybody mm -hmm. keeps, everybody's like knows now what BDSM is. Well, not really what it, what it actually is, but they have an idea. So they're like, Oh, I want to try that out, you know? And the same with like uh, going into like a sex shop or something, you know, like they have a lot of uh, selection nowadays for uh, BDSM kits and toys, you know? Yeah. So I think that's how, most vanilla couples get into it it's either like the you know stereotypically the wife is reading 50 shades of gray and decides <laughs> hey i try that you know yeah. or you know or by watching porn and you see them use something like a flogger or maybe even a butt plug because that can be seen as more kink slash fetish you know so yeah i'd say that that's probably how you would sort of not only get into it but like you know broach the subject with your significant other being like hey I was watching this or I read this and I thought it was interesting so so go it, I mean it goes back to communication again mm -hmm. and stuff yeah. that we've been talking about that's super important throughout the entire thing right because like you have to keep communicating so once you've established your safe word you also have to communicate your soft and hard limits but sometimes that can be a hard subject to get onto. Mm -hmm. And really what you should do is if you're the dominant, you should have an idea of what the scene is going to be. And then you walk your subby through it. But that's not always how it happens. Like when I had my first time with my, my dom, he said to me, do you want me to tell you exactly what I'm going to do? Or do you want to be surprised? And I was like, I want to be surprised and boy, <laughs> a bad idea. That was oh. just, it was terrible because I chickened out when he used an anal hook. Whoa. And yeah. I just, it, it's actually a scene in rigged. It that's comes from real life mm -hmm. where wow. it experiences an anal hook and she ends up screaming elephant, 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 because that's my <laughs> It's my safe word and I decided to make it hers as well oh so okay it's it's always good to go through the scene beforehand you know even in like porn they're they go over the scene first like they say okay we're going to do this 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 and this and that's actually safe BDSM is going through it okay well and yeah. like I have said before that I wanted to be tied up and then decided that I, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we tried a little this weekend. Yeah. Ooh. And I still, it, I, I'm, I don't, I don't like being that um, out of control or, or not being able to use 
my limbs restrained. restrained. Yes. I don't. I have a feeling we're both slightly dom. Although I, I like, like in the heat of the moment, you love having your arms held down. Yeah. But that is something where I can then like, you can let go at any point. Yeah. Being tight. I don't know. Like having, having wristbands on and that kind of thing. Like we tried, I just, I don't, I don't like it. Like I just don't. Well, I actually have a way for you to get over that though. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's keep going and I'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So once you've got your hard and soft limits and you go over your, uh, your scene, what you're going to do, uh, just remember things like you should push your limits, but do it safely. And with baby steps, it's easier to increase rather than decrease, especially in the moment. So take your time, you know, take a breath if you need to. And remember, no matter if you're the subby or the dominant, you can use that safe word. So if, uh, if I, if my safe words elephant and my dom, uh, Julian had said to me, um, you know, like, I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm saying elephant right now. I'd be like, okay, that's understandable. So let's regroup. Let's regroup rediscuss what we want to do and then take it from there things should be done slow and steady it shouldn't be racing through your scene to get things done you know right. you have to enjoy it and you have to experience it so you might uh, you, you might not even finish a scene no like that's even possible that you might not finish you might not get through everything that you want to get through mm-hmm. you know, like you you it things sort of progress until you're like, okay, you know what? I'm overwhelmed. I want to stop. I'm using the safe word. Right. And then there's no shame in that. If you can't keep going, then you can't keep going. You know, we're, we're all human and, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely an emotional toll when you get into a scene and it's that, you know, intense, like for instance, with the anal hook, I started crying afterwards because I was (laughs) so, distraught of like like it's hard to explain the sensation of like you're just you're I was on all fours and mm-hmm. I was bound on uh like a a spanking bench and all of a sudden when you feel that thing enter you and you're just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I freaked out I screamed elephant 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 and then immediately the you know everything stopped and then you know Julian comforted me comforted me when I was crying and he was like it's okay you know yeah. like this is why you have the safe word and yeah. I was like I get it. I totally get it <laughs> and oh my god it's why you have to have trust mm-hmm. in your partner yeah that too trust is so important you have to trust them to stop because that's they have to, that's what a dom's supposed to do they're supposed to take care of you and if they they don't have your needs and your uh you know, like just you in mind, then, you know, they're not a good dom. Mm-hmm. And right? can, can you define scene again, just to like kind of recap BDSM, can you define what a scene is? Yeah. A scene is when you're engaging in play. So like you do a, like a scene of various different um, play scenarios so like when you're being tied up when you're being uh, gagged when you're being flogged it's all part of a scene okay and you do you establish that beforehand like you and your partner kind of talk about what kind of scene you're going to play through yeah you establish exactly what you're going to do you're going to establish when it starts in fact in uh the good pain series that's what ava even says she says the scene has begun right to say that or something like that to show this has started you you are now the submissive and I am now the dominant okay all right just to kind of recap for our listeners who may Mm. not have heard any of our other like BDSM conversations so Mm -hmm. um so keep going then then what is what is a continuation Okay, so before we get into the toys and everything, which is what's up next in my notes, is that you want to have other things in your kit, which um, most people into BDSM or even vanilla couples have a kit of toys and gear that they keep. Mm -hmm. But before you do your scene, you want to make sure that you have uh, snacks and water nearby. That's extremely important. Mm -hmm. You want a bathroom in close proximity 
always, but make sure before you start to go to the bathroom. And sometimes <laughs> you have to shower and whatnot before you start, but mm-hmm. having a bathroom in close proximity is extremely important. Um, towels, a robe, maybe even a blanket, uh, lube, very important. Yeah. Uh, safety scissors and um, a cell phone for emergencies only. And this is also something that you can do is you can have an outside contact. I can't remember what that's called. I think it's the fail safe person where if something's going wrong, you can call them and you can say your safe word to them and they will come and they will get you mm. and they or will call the cops, whichever oh, wow. you need. Yeah. So that's important to have too. But yeah. then now we get into toys. This is the good part. So (laughs) you can get toys just about anywhere. You can get these kits, these basic generic BDSM kits. Uh, You can get them anywhere. You can get them off of Amazon, uh, Adam and Eve. There's a Canadian site called Pink Cherry, which I extremely recommend because they have the most amazing sales. Uh, Or you can just go to a sex shop and they usually have some sort of BDSM beginner kit. Mm -hmm. Um, These aren't hardcore. They're not necessarily very good, but they're somewhere to start, you know? So these are my main things, a paddle, restraints of some type, rope, blindfold, and a ball gag. Mm. Those are your basics. Those will get you started. So um, with each of these I have for paddles, these you can find in an array of different sizes and shapes and some have cutouts in them so that when you spank somebody, it leaves the mark on them. Oh, okay. (laughs) But you want one that's basically covered in leather so that when you hit with it, it makes a really nice crack sound, but Mm. it doesn't have to be a really heavy touch. It can be quite light and you can still get the sound because a lot of the time, the sound is what's important for the submissive rather than the pain. Yeah. So Lily would definitely like the paddles. Yeah. We, <laughs> we just got a little kit recently that had a, a little, um, paddle and a tickler. And... Yeah. I don't, but I would, I would call it like a riding crop. Yeah. Like that's what that was yeah, with a yeah. little feather thing on top of it. And so it had like two sides, like a nice side and then a naughty side and like <laughs> this little feather side and a riding crop side. Yeah, so those are good. Those are because like Kyle told me about the the kit that you guys got. And that's always the best way to start is just find a generic kit that has some of your basic stuffs in it, you know. Um, But so this is just basically aesthetically, you choose what kind of paddle you want. It doesn't have to be fancy. It can be just a regular paddle. Um, My Dom, he even had a ping pong paddle. Uh, and nice. he, he used that on one of his submissives. He didn't use it on me, but he used it on one of the other submissives when we were at a fetish night at a swingers club. And it was just so funny. She was attached to the St. Andrew's cross and he all of a sudden swung with it and she went, Oh, the ping pong paddle. And it, was, <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever because you, you like, if, if you're with your Dom, you sort of, you have that trust, you get a relationship and mm-hmm. you know, like it doesn't, that's if you're not a couple, but if you're a couple, it'll be the same thing. And you should be able to laugh during it too. Oh, that's yeah. We usually, we love to play. laugh and joke and play when we're having sex. So yeah, yeah. We're very, yeah, it's so important. It doesn't have to be all serious and, you know, it, you know, it's good to laugh. And even with BDSM, you can laugh. Yeah. Right. So then we go into restraints, which is probably the best part for for Lily. Okay. (laughs) With restraint, okay. I always suggest for first timers are the ones that you attach to your bed. But Mm -hmm. if you're like Lily and you don't like the sensation of being held down, just something simple like the restraints, the cuff restraints that go on and clip together. Because those clips are usually not really strong and you can pull them apart really, really fast. Yeah. And so they'll break. L- Lily's laughing because that's what we used last night. Yeah. Yeah. And and she just slipped her hands out of them after a while. Yeah. I just slipped my hands out because we, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't put them on very tight. And I was like, nope, can't do it. (laughs) I just, I like, I'm a, I, I like to be able to move and, and grab and feel and 
yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like having, it's funny not having my arms. I think, I mean, all of that is very definitely true. Um, but I think she also enjoys, I, I mean, we kind of go through phases when we're having fun mm-hmm. and I think she enjoys the restraint phase and she enjoys the smack her butt phase. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like you have to sort of go through like different stages in the in your play. Like you don't want to just do the the same thing, but mm-hmm. you know, like with restraints is sort of the same with nipple clamps. Like that's well, what how I usually deal with nipple clamps. You're not supposed to have them on the body for longer than 15 minutes because then it cuts off the blood supply and that's the bad type of pain. Uh, so yeah. I say the same with restraints that they're only on for a minimum time period and then they come off. Yeah. Right. If the person is a rope bunny and really into being restrained, then mm. you usually have a time limit and move mm. on. Like when you, once- I'm sorry. I, I, I'm yeah, yeah. sorry to interrupt. When you set a scene, do you plan the activities based on what you think your level of arousal would be? Um, and, and, does that make sense or do I need to no no yeah that makes sense like like it is it's sort of like what you're going to be into that night sort of you know like what Mm -hmm. turns you on the most that night what's working on for the fantasy that's why the communication is so important you have to talk to your dom and be like I kind of want to do this this and this tonight and then your dom can be like okay I'll plan a scene and then they walk you through what what they're going to do and then you can either say yeah but I'd rather do this this and this and then he'd be like or she would be like yeah well I can do that then right it's a lot Mm -hmm. of give and take it's a lot of a lot of talking you know because talking is just so important for something that can be kind of dangerous yeah you know Mm because you're talking about restraints you're talking about uh paddles and floggers which I didn't add floggers in because Floggers actually take a little bit of practice to get the hang of, mm. especially if you want to do it right. So I just sort of kept with the the main things that as a vanilla couple, this is what you probably might uh, get off on. Okay. And yeah. No, so- I mean, it sounds good so far. Yeah. Good. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, it if sounds we, great. <laughs> if we move on to rope, right? Oh. Rope is the thing you want in your kit. You want something soft and comfortable. There's so many different types of uh, materials that rope is made out of, but you want to pick nylon. You want to pick nylon because it's soft, durable, and it's easy to wash. You do want to be able to wash your ropes or you have to throw them out after you Mm -hmm. use them because they get covered in sweat and bodily fluids and it's just gross. You want to be able to wash them. so there's downsides to nylon. It can cause rope burns. Uh, they have difficult knots sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they slip out too easily or they get really knotted really good and you can't get it out. So mm-hmm. still a good choice. And if you do play with rope, always, always, always safety scissors. They mm-hmm. should be right by you. You should be able to grab them and you shouldn't be afraid to just cut that rope. Especially if your submissive says elephant, cut the rope. Yeah. No, don't I know it's like some people are like, yeah, but these ropes were expensive. And it's like, well, sorry, this is talking about a person. This is right. You know, right. You got yeah. to kind of know and, that, you know. Yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, think about it ahead of time. You know, who cares how expensive your rope is if, yeah, yeah. if you're cutting off somebody's air <laughs> yeah. supply or they're. So then don't buy expensive or, rope. Yeah. If it's that yeah. big a deal. Or like even like you can dislocate somebody's shoulder or, you know, uh, sometimes you can even have really bad rope burn to the point where it's bleeding. So, mm. you know, there are things that you don't want in a scene. So right. you have to be extremely careful and uh, don't be afraid to cut the rope. That's what I say. <laughs> okay. Um, so this one sounds super simple, but this is our fourth thing in our kit. And that's a blindfold because sensory play is fun that's where the tickler sort of comes in i know kyle said that lily doesn't like being tickled no i hate it she often (laughs) threatens to punch me in the face if i tickle her i do i tickle her anyway (laughs) i do (laughs) i love 
love it so much. <laughs> I'm the same way. I hate it when people tickle me. Yeah, I, I hate it. But there's, you know, ticklers and um, there was this, there's this thing that uh, the submissives of my daddy dom friend Julian used to have. It was just fuzzy and they called it soft kitty. Uh, Usually usually they use soft kitty after um, getting flogged or some sort of impact play because sometimes it's nice to feel the softness over top of the painful parts, Mm. but if you're doing sensory play, something like soft kitty would be really good, but like you also have stuff like um, ice cubes and uh, you can play with, um, I don't know, if you're into pain, there could be things like uh, not needles, but you know, stuff like that, you know, like things that you can get little different sensations out of. So like running a hairbrush over somebody or something, you know, so that they can feel it and really understand what you're doing to them. Okay. Yeah. Kyle and I are thrilled to have our podcast picked up by Full Swap Radio, your one-stop internet radio station for all things dealing with adult alternative lifestyles and sex-positive shows. They have programs for education and entertainment on such topics as erotica, swingers, polyamory, and they are all-inclusive. So then finally, our fifth thing is a ball gag. Uh, ball gags are good because um, they're good because they kind of establish the dominance, but they're bad because they cut off your means of communication. Mm-hmm. So you have to have either a safe signal or a safe object. The safe signal would be blinking, uh, holding up a certain amount of fingers, waving, something like that, especially if you're but if you're bound than having a safe object so that's usually like a handkerchief or you know maybe you're holding a flogger in your hand and when you drop it that means that you want out and that that's it the scene is over okay right the the ball gag just it cuts everything off you know and your dominant should always be checking in with you Mm-hmm. that's super important they should be like are you hungry do you need a break what about the bathroom you know it has to be throughout the entire scene because they are your dominant they are taking care of you, mm-hmm. you know, your needs so that's basically the basic toys you know but um there is one thing that you have to have for your kit and that is aftercare aftercare oh, okay. is super important too um that's something where yes you'll need that blanket you'll need towels a robe you want to be able to either you know have your subby they can either go for a shower or what's really good is that you can bathe them because it can be either erotic or not erotic it could just be you taking care of them you know or maybe they want to cuddle or you know maybe they don't want to be touched at all or they want a massage or they just want to eat and have something to drink you know yeah. it's just that's super important to end your scene is to make sure that you do your aftercare because it's an emotional toll doing BDSM and doing a scene. And you really just need that person to be there to be like, you did good. I'm really proud of you. And um, that's kind of it. And, you know, we can just relax now, you know, and feel good. As you were talking about that, I was just thinking that that's an aspect of this that I don't think mainstream people really know about and mainstream media doesn't cover much the the fact that the the dom there there's a there's a tender and caring part of it. Yeah, that's because like like I said, the dom is supposed to be taking care of you. This isn't supposed to be they're ordering you around and you're doing things for their pleasure. No, they're doing it so that you can both have pleasure, but mainly they're trying to make your fantasy come true. So if you want to be um, bound and flogged or you want to use a spreader bar, that's something that's a little bit more uh, advanced, I would say, where it's just a Usually, I think it's a two-foot bar that goes between your legs or your arms and keeps them spread so that Mm -hmm. you can do stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, like, you you have your idea of what you want, and your dom is supposed to deliver that to you. And sometimes that means something in a scene, or it means being dominated in a certain way. So, 
you know, it's just, that's not how things are portrayed. They're portrayed so toxic and like, they want to order you around and that's it. And that's, that's not the way it works. And aftercare is just so important. And like you said, it just gets skipped over, you know, in, and in a, I'm listening to you talk. It sounds like, I mean, you could almost say that the, the sub is really the one in charge. Oh yeah. 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 They're the ones that have the, the, they're really the dominant strong person out of the dynamic, you know, like most people who are submissives, they really are strong people. They can go through a lot and they can just persevere. So, so like confidently and they're just subbies are sometimes the most amazing people. They're not always broken. You know, Mm -hmm. they're some, they are the stronger of the two and that's how it should be. Cause it takes a lot of strength to submit to somebody and to say, you know, you can do this to me and I trust you. Yeah. I, I think that's really an important message that needs to get out there over and over and over again, because there is such a misconception as to what BDSM actually is. Yeah. And it's been misconstrued so many times in media and that's unfortunate because then people who are playing and are, are in the lifestyle, they get this weird look, just like swinging. People think it's key parties mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the sixties and seventies kind of parties. And well, and I think, you know, taking the swinging analogy, they, they also think that if you swing, you'll do it with anybody. So, right. Right. You know, yeah. You, you can't, you can't resist. Or right. Yeah. There's so many misconceptions that the reason why we, do this podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like because like with bdsm is the same thing people just think that you're some sort of sexual deviant and it's it's not it's just you like a different flavor like lily said don't yuck somebody else's yum <laughs> the way it is. like that's why i don't like people who who do, do do that like kink shame and stuff like there's stuff that i'm not into like uh, for instance i'm not into foot worship and i really don't like people touching or looking at my feet and I get that a lot, though. I get those guys who are like, can I massage your feet, mistress? No, you can't touch my feet. No. <laughs> you know? But I'm not pink shame. I'm, I'm not going to be like, that's gross or anything. I'm just going to be like, no, you cannot. But you can do this instead. That will please me. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's for the same thing. So so I, I, I don't know if you'd be prepared for this. So I'm, I'm going to throw this out to you as, as a BDSM mentor. You've got a vanilla couple like us that Mm -hmm. are dabbling in things. How would you coach a couple into setting a scene at the very beginning stages? Or is that? No, no, that's no, that's what. And that's the thing is like, that's what you should do. You should find somebody to mentor you into, uh, you know, so that they can walk you through what you should do. So, for instance, Lily doesn't like to be bound. So I would throw ropes out and restraints out completely. But from what I gather, she likes spanking and she likes paddles. I think she would also like floggers as well, because that can be both um, soft and you don't have to go too hard with it. And it, again, it's more of the sound rather than um, how you're hard you're getting hit, you know. And um, I probably would add in lots of different toys because, you know, like vibrators and whatnot and maybe even dildos, you know, stuff that can focus on her being the main um, attraction, I guess, of the scene, you know, Uh, it's just going over certain things. I think that probably a spreader bar would also probably work for her as well, though it does give um, a slight taste of being restrained, Mm. but I think that if it's just on your ankles, like you're between your feet, I think that that might be a little better as long as you have your mobility in your arms. Yeah. Yeah. I much prefer to be able to move and grab and mm-hmm. I, I like to be able to use my hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, so if you're starting out, so I would suggest that if you do get those restraints for your bed, just try it with your feet first. You know, that way you can still use your arms, you can still use your hands, you know, and then, you know, you can move into, um, actually, this is a really good idea. What you do is you make this more about Lily's mind. So you say, put your arms above your head on the pillow, don't move them. 
If you do, you get punished. That way she's restrained, but it's by her mind. She's not being restrained by mm-hmm. something physical. You yeah. know, that makes it more erotic as well because it's like, ooh, punished. She could be a brat and be like, I wonder what he'll do to punish me. And then she'll do something <laughs> to get you to punish her. And then I you totally can would do so- <laughs> <laughs> something I would totally do. So, yeah, we've actually done the, you know, in in play put your mm-hmm. hands over your head and hold them there and and she's done that on her own yeah but my my question a willing is, participant yeah um what would be a punishment um usually my go-to punishments is always spanking because mm-hmm. spanking is the good kind of pain it's the yeah. good and you can you have more um uh control over your hand than you do with the paddle. And if you do spanking right with the way you hold your hand, because you're supposed to sort of cup it a little bit so that mm. when you come down, right, it's, it's again, more of a sound than it is the actual pain. But you can go pretty, pretty goddamn hard and <laughs> it'll get a really good sound and you might even get, a, you know, a little ooh from Lily. Yeah. <laughs> so like spanking's a really good uh, way to He's do it. nodding. Mm-hmm. So another thing would be if you want to try flogging, that's also good. You could um, you could have her if you were able to get to uh, some sort of kinky, um, I guess, a dungeon of some sort, uh, because there's a lot of places that you can rent dungeons. So mm. if you rent a dungeon, you might be able to um, get her to hold her hands on the top of the St. Andrew's cross and then just bind bound her like her her ankles to it. So that you still you have that movement in her arms and you can still do the flogging, right? So mm-hmm. like that's something that you have to do though. You have to take into consideration everything when you're thinking about these things. Like like a good dom is going to be like, okay, so Lily doesn't like to be restrained. So I'm going to have to find other ways to restrain her without actually limiting her movement. Yeah. I like that. That's great. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll try that late, later this week. <laughs> and you'll have to tell me you have to Take tell me notes. absolutely yeah yeah i mean I, I we can try some of that stuff we can and, and we'll take notes and we'll during our next interview we'll uh bring you homework yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, like, we'll have our homework done and we'll let you know how it went yeah like if, if you though you can always message me and we can walk through a scene mm-hmm. and then you can try that out with Lily. Cause if you give me like a day or two to actually like look up some good stuff, then I can, I can give you guys a good scene. We it's, it's funny. A lot of the stuff that you're talking about, we've actually, we've done in the course of having sex yeah, playing. Yeah. Just a, but and not anything that we've established beforehand. Like it, like an organized, like a scene. Yeah. We've never really <laughs> set up anything like that. I don't have yeah. a safe word or anything. Well, you need one. I know. Have- yeah, I was gonna okay. say I would have to think of one. I think we need to come up with one right now. Oh my god, you want me to come up with <laughs> yeah. <for> right now? <laughs> it can be something like Teddy. Uh, something like what? Teddy. Teddy. Teddy bear. Yeah. Oh, like a teddy bear. <laughs> uh. Like Teddy. You just imagine that in the middle of a scene, all of a sudden, Teddy. teddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to think. I'd have to think about it. Okay. So part of our homework, we'll come up with a safe word and and, Mm -hmm. uh, do some, do some play and then uh, report back because Mm -hmm. that's what the, this, the podcast is about is expanding everybody's sexual horizon. So we will play along. We will. Absolutely. (laughs) 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 So after, after all the things in the kit, did we go through all the things that were in the kit? Yes, we did. That's sort of like the the basic kit that you want. So I'll just go over those one more time really quick. A paddle, restraints of some sort. This can either be um, like cuffs or you could even go for rope, which is also should be in your kit, Uh, a blindfold and a ball gag. Those are just your basic ones. You can sometimes get kits that have not only the ticklers, but that have the floggers in them. The floggers are never good quality. Mm -hmm. Um, Have to actually spend a pretty penny 
to get good floggers. And there are so many different ones. Like there are different ones that have different weights in the handles, the different lengths of the falls, the different colors, and sometimes even different materials. So that's something that's more advanced and that you kind of get into, you know, like uh, my daddy dom, Julian, had um, uh, an entire collection of floggers and he let me try out every single one to find Mm -hmm. out which one I liked the best when he was training me as a dominant. Mm -hmm. And the ones that have a longer handle with a little bit more weight were good for me for when I was uh, wielding the flogger. But something to also note with floggers is that it makes your shoulder hurt really, really bad (laughs) if you do it too long. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it just, I'm trying to make sure that I know what it is. A, a flogger is one of the things that has like the different, uh, like dangly pieces off the end, right? Yeah, a whip. The floggers okay. are so you know the most people say like, oh, a whip, but a whip is usually just the the one fall, which mm-hmm. is like you know the one, you know, slappy bit, <laughs> right? And like a flogger just has multiple falls, so you can have. I think there's somewhere between. Uh, you can buy ones that have like six falls on them and 12 and 24, you know, it's just, it builds up. Okay. So the, the history geek in me is thinking like cat and nine tails from ancient sailing vessels. Mm -hmm. Same kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Only I think cat and nine tails have, uh, little balls on the end. Yeah. That's no fun. Yeah. (laughs) I think they were meant as weapons, right? Not so much as, (laughs) Yeah, those ones are more ouchy. They're they're actually I used a flogger that was uh all chains. Ooh, oh, wow. So that was this thingy type of pain for the subby, but um it was still fun to use. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it reminds me of we watched the show Harlots. So mm-hmm. it was on oh, my Yeah. Such a good show. What's up? It's such a good show. Oh my god, it was a great show. We loved it. The um the prostitute that was uh, uh, she always looked like a pirate to me. Like she never yeah. wore women's clothes and um, she was kind of rough, um, but she was like the, the BDSM prostitute. Um, I think she carried a flogger with her. I think so. A lot of times That's what it makes me think of. Okay. So back to, you know, if we're going to be doing this for homework, mm-hmm. um, it, well, and, and maybe we can chat more about this, but what sh- what's the very first part of the scene that you would think y- we should do? Okay, so like establishing your scene and starting it would probably be a warm-up of some sort. And a warm-up is usually trying to get more intimate with the other person. So it can be a lot of touching. It can be massages. It can be even kissing, you know, just like sort of you know, warm things up so that then you can get into the actual BDSM parts, which would be then tying Lily to the bed with just the ankles, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to go, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to go beyond that. And then also, you know, you have to sort of affirm that you're the dominant at that moment, you know, being like, okay, I'm your dom. This is what we will do. Then you also have to ask, what's your safe word so that we have it established and this is the safe word. And if either of you say it, then the scene is over and then you can continue and you can say, put your arms above your head, don't move them or else you get punished. And then you can start doing what you want to do that, you know, that she will like. So that would be things with like, say a vibrator mm-hmm. using that forever, you know, like, you know, cause any erogenous zone, mm-hmm. you know, you know, teasing, teasing is really important with BDSM as well. Um, you could, Ooh, I know you guys could do orgasm denial. That's oh. always fun. Yeah. Or you could do, uh, Oh no, that's no fun. I don't like ruined orgasms. Those ones <laughs> oh, are no ruined orgasms. Are terrible. Yeah. We're, They're we're all about <laughs> orgasms. Yeah. Yeah. I it's don't. fun to do them on guys though. Yeah. Especially hey now. Really <laughs> Like, because there was this guy that I was with that was really, really into it. And like, it'd be like one of those things where I get him really, really close. And then he'd be like, oh, mistress, oh, mistress, I'm going to come. And I'd be like, I would just all of a sudden slap his thighs. And I would say, no, I didn't give you permission. 
And then he, and then finally I would be like, all right, you can come. And then, you know, you jerk until they come and then mm-hmm. you just keep jerking. And then he's like, oh my God, mistress, please. No, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, the, the teasing part, I think is right up both of our alleys. Yeah. I mean, we, we love, mm-hmm. we love to tease and, yeah. and start off with teasing. I should also mention that Lily likes to bite. I do. I'm a biter. Ooh, I'm a biting. Biter. Mm-hmm. And she likes <laughs> being bitten too. I do. Yes. Biting, being bitten is also quite fun. My, uh, my daddy, Dom Julian, he used, he does that. He does this like this, you know, guttural growl and then he'll bite your neck. And I had like hickeys all up and down my <laughs> neck, eight marks and stuff. I wore them proudly. It was, it was great. <laughs> well, we did have fun the other night and you said you were bruised a little. Yeah. My nipples were a little bruised. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that though. I like, I like not being able to walk the next day and yeah. like it's so sore. And then you're like, oh man, that was a good time. That was a good, that was a good moment. <laughs> um, okay. So the kit, and then was there anything else that you were going to go over tonight or? No, no, that's just about it. Other than okay. just like touch on the aftercare as well, which is always, always, always important. So like aftercare, 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 mm-hmm. like that you spend time with your subby afterwards and that yeah. you know, like it depends on the dynamic like if you have like the daddy dom little girl type dynamic mm. i know that a lot of the the littles like to have their uh stuffies with them you know just to cuddle and you know like to spoon and stuff you know like that's more of what they like to do afterwards and being reaffirmed and told that you're you know you're proud of them and that you know, they did really well. And that, you know, uh, if they, maybe they had a moment like I did with the anal hook and they say, it's okay. That's okay. We now know your limit and we know that we can't do that next time, you know, sort of like over everything and then just comforting, reaffirming and giving them confidence again, building them back. Are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> we were worried. <laughs> Thought we lost you there for a second. Um, yeah, I, I think all of that is is really great. And we really love to have your perspective and your expertise for everything. So um and I love that you gave us an assignment. I know, I know. We're gonna go. We were both looking at each other going, huh, that could be a lot of fun. We're gonna take it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we're very good students. Um <laughs> So yeah, this was, this was really informative and really enlightening, which is why we wanted to collaborate with you because you bring a perspective that we don't know a whole Mm -hmm. lot about. And so we're excited to try things and use that expertise and well, and, and, and then share on on the show, you know, that we did this, like, like we did try the, the handcuff part and And I um, don't like it. Well, that's the thing too, is like with the BDSM is like, I don't know everything, obviously, but you know, I like, I've gotten my feet pretty wet in it for the past Mm -hmm. five years that I've been into it. So, you know, it's a lot of it has been research, you know, and then also getting experience doing things, you know, like there doesn't have to always be a sexual aspect to BDSM. For instance, I had a guy who was a subby and he didn't want any type of sexual contact. He didn't want me to touch him uh, in any way that would be erotic. And that was what he got off on. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was also uh, into ball busting. So he really liked it when I need him in the crotch a couple of times. Okay. Wow. Yeah. What? I mean, that's, <laughs> but it takes everybody, yeah, like... you know, it, it's everybody's don't yuck somebody's yum. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> and I wasn't, I was just like, wow, that is no, no, intense. but yeah. And I was thinking the same thing that is intense, but at the same time, who's it hurting? It's not right. hurting anybody. And he's oh, enjoying exactly. it. Yeah. yeah he, no, he enjoyed it. Like <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it like, and the thing is, is if you're doing ball busting with somebody like, and you're going to be kneeing them in the groin, always start off with light taps and then sort of amp things up as you're going. Cause that's yeah. another thing that you can do uh, to start things out is like it's CBT cock and ball torture. So you can start out that stuff too. Um, kind of gets a little intense uh, when you start adding stuff in, but uh, 
chastity can be good too. I like chastity. I, I love being a key holder for somebody and oh, knowing. Yeah. Up. Wow. Yeah. So much. <laughs> yeah. There's so, so much. Um, I, I just know looking both of us looking at each other, the, the teasing aspect of it is going <laughs> to be a lot of fun. So you'll probably hear a lot of that when we interview, talk again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have quite a bit to talk about. So um, (laughs) as always, we are so happy to talk to you. We're so happy that we did this collaboration because we are growing as a couple and learning a lot. And so we very much appreciate all of your insight. And I'm hoping that everybody out there in listening land is enjoying these as well. And Mm -hmm. um, check us out at full swap radio. So if you're not listening to us right now on full swap radio, then go there, go there and check out all the things that they have. We're going to have some merch out there. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to have a calendar. We're going to have some other stuff. So some still photos from some of your shoots. Yeah. Some still photos. I signed some of them. So um, check out ASN lifestyle magazine, Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to plug all the things that we're doing right now. Um, so yeah, all, all the stuff. So Annabelle, what do you have going on? Um, I actually coming up in June, I have domino effect will be coming out and, uh, I did submit headspace to Rick at BBS. So hopefully headspace, which is Ava's next adventure, uh, the dominatrix and good pain. Hopefully that will come out sometime this year. I know they're backed up on their, their schedule. So, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a huge giveaway for it with like a big takeover and like a big party and stuff like online. So that's gonna be coming up soon too. I've started promo again, so you guys are gonna see a lot more of me on Twitter, which is at the Annabelle Allen. Uh, anywhere you look for me, it's at the Annabelle Allen. So even my email, if you want to email me, is the Annabelle Allen at gmail.com. And you can also find me online uh, at www.annabelleallen.com. Yep. And we always have all the links in the description, mm-hmm. listeners. So we appreciate you, Annabelle, for hanging out with us tonight. And as always, we appreciate our listeners. And everyone, go out and try something new and get your sexy on. Speak seductively. Yeah.